Shello, and welcome to Aqua Witch. My name is Lauren, and I'm super excited to dive in and share my journey on the water witch path. I'll be sharing water magic, spells, rituals, and also interviewing all kinds of fellow witches, mermaids, healers, shamans, fairies, and other magical beings. So my journey started a little over a year ago when I realized the power of intention, visualization, and water magic. I had injured my back a year prior to this, and after countless doctor appointments, MRIs, CT scans, chiropractors, physiotherapists, and spinal surgeons telling me I needed surgery, I decided to find my own way of healing. I wanted to avoid surgery for as long as possible. And being a hippie from Oregon, I began researching energy healing, doing meditation, and just going the whole holistic approach. And thank goddess, I finally saw a doctor here in Sydney that basically told me the body can heal itself, especially this type of back injury. I just needed time and to start swimming. So being a little bit extra, I thought, why just swim when I can mermaid swim? So I began training every day, mermaid swimming in an ocean pool here in Sydney's northern beaches. I bought my first tail from Mer Taylor, and I started realizing the power of intention and visualization. I remember I would lay on my floor. I was in excruciating pain. I mean, anyone who's been through this type of pain knows that it's constant and it's all day, it's every day. And the hardest thing to do is to stay positive about your own healing progress. So I would sit and just meditate and visualize my back, my spine as actually a sort of vine growing up and started to visualize these little white rosebuds. And I would just sit and watch them grow into big, beautiful roses that were full of this golden healing energy. And this is something that, you know, really helped me visualize my own healing and stay positive. Um, you know, and some people, they might hear this and be like, what? This just has nothing to do with your healing. It was all the physio, it was all the swimming. But honestly, if you're in that much pain, you need something to focus your mind on and meditation and vis visualization helps my mind stay positive. And therefore I was able to actually even get up every day and do these exercises. So, you know, mind, body, that connection is real. And, you know, with the mermaiding and the visualization, I was able to stay positive and focused on my healing instead of, you know, just lying around being in pain and, you know, lying around in pain. This, this isn't something I would wish on my worst enemy. I was not only in physical pain, but I was also in a lot of emotional pain. I was going through a messy breakup um, I had like zero friends um, and being an expat in Sydney, you know, it's not like I had my family here to kind of 
help me out. I was pretty much alone, like in my pain and trying to find healing. Um, and I also had moved into like this really weird share house where like nobody spoke to me and it was just a very lonely, dark place that I was in. So actually mermaiding helped me get up every day and exercise and the visualization and meditation helped me clear my head and allow space for healing and this positive mindset. So I got really invested in mermaiding. I started the Sydney Mermaids brand um, and began organizing International Mermaid Day, photo shoots, mermaid swims, beach cleanups, just you name it. I was like really invested in the mermaid scene here. But I also felt like there was this element missing that I had found on my healing on my path of healing that bit of magic and shadow work that really helped me during that extremely hard time that I had gone through. And the more I kept digging, the less I wanted to have shallow conversations with people about, oh, look, this is my mermaid tail or, you know, not that that's a bad thing. I still love mermaiding and I love mermaid tails. Don't get me wrong. But the more I started learning about, you know, why I was able to heal and what that intention did for me and the visualization and the, the magic behind that healing, the less I wanted to have these shallow conversations and actually start having conversations about healing and inner growth and shadow work and inner child work, I began doing, um, new moon and full moon rituals and sister circles, mermaid circles, where we really started to connect and heal on a deeper level with other women, other mermaids, and just merfolk in general. I really, really enjoyed just being able to be myself with these women and mermaids and other merfolk without this kind of, oh, this is me, this is Mermaid Lauren. It was like, no, this is just me. Growing up in Oregon, I've always been a bit eccentric, dancing to the beat of my own drum. I mean, I had a pink mohawk at 16 and I used to get crystals for Christmas. And just being unique and not afraid to be different, it was always a part of my life. I wasn't afraid to be myself and just shine as being an individual. Um, I remember at 13, I would go do little seances with my friends and we formed a little coven calling the four corners and doing spells while we were camping out in the woods. And this isn't your typical teenager for sure, but in Oregon, it was very much like it wasn't that big of a deal for me and I just really always was kind of different without even knowing it. So <laughs> when I left Oregon, of course, I left my little bubble and realized like, wait a minute, actually, I'm kind of a weirdo. <laughs> I'm kind of different. You know, when you're surrounded by other people who are just not afraid to shine, to be themselves, you're not afraid to shine. You you feel comfortable being in your own skin and just being yourself. 
or your own fins. <laughs> so over time, I felt like I kind of lost this um, sense of self and, you know, really being comfortable with who I was. I traveled a bit and have lived in Sydney for almost 10 years and just sort of slowly lost that, you know, uniqueness that I always felt okay to have and to shine. And so over the past year, after my healing and finding mermaiding, I became, you know, really invested in self-love and learning to love myself again, just exactly who I, who I am. And in this research, I found water magic and witchcraft. Now, I've always been interested in the occult, you know, doing the seances with my friends in Oregon. And I've always kind of not been shy about sharing my experiences. So for me, this is just sort of embracing who I am again and as I learn water magic and as I continue my path on studying to become a water priestess, I just want to share everything that I learn along the way while also interviewing um, other witches from different paths, you know, different mermaids, healers, and other magical beings who embrace and love themselves exactly for who they are, who aren't afraid to shine, who aren't afraid to help others shine and be themselves. And it's been a beautiful journey. So basically, this is going to be a lot of sharing about my journey as a water witch and hopefully help other people learn how to love themselves, especially after the, if they've gone through any sort of hard time. You know, reading and studying in my water priestess training, they say that there's a couple of different ways to find this path, this journey. And one of them is just like researching and being like, oh, I want to dedicate myself as a water priestess. And the other path is the long way around, which they do not recommend. And that is basically going through your own personal hell, your own dark underworld. And I was like, oh, that's me. Of course, I have gone through so much struggle, physical and emotional pain. And this water priestess path isn't about, you know, some self aggrandizing gesture or, or being like, Oh, I'm so amazing. It is a lot about self love, but self love so that you can help others because the only way you can help others grow and heal and really be a conduit for sacred water and water magic is by helping yourself first. So once your own cup is full, you're actually able to help others. So this is a very humbled path and it's not one where, you know, I feel like I know everything. So if you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, she's saying some wrong things or blah, blah, blah. Like I actually would love to interview you if you are a water witch and want to share, you know, I'm still learning. This is a journey for me and I don't think I'll ever stop learning this path is something that I know is going to be a lifelong journey and I am definitely keen to learn everything and anything I can so 
If you're listening to this and you're thinking, I have something I want to share, slide into my DMs because I would love to hear from you. And, you know, of course, this is my own path. Um, this isn't everyone's. So you may have different spells or rituals that you do differently. Not everything I say is going to be exactly what you should do as a water witch or anything I talk about here isn't exactly what is the right way. Like I feel like everyone nowadays as witches or as mermaids or healers or fairies, like we all have our own unique, unique way of doing things. Um, and I know some people who are on more traditional paths and I love hearing about that as well. Um, but for myself, this is my path and I'm very excited to share my journey and see where it leads. And thank you so much for listening. If you're still with me here and I can't wait for the next episode to share. <laughs>